You are listening to You and the Truth, where we will give you the truth face-to-face. Now what you do with it is up to you. Hey everybody, welcome to You and the Truth face-to-face, where, as you know, we bring you face-to-face with the truth and, well, let the chips fall where they may. I'm here today with my good buddy and my co-host, J-Rod Z. J-Rod, what's going on, buddy? What's up, guys? What's going on? Thanks for having me, Ralph. Hey, man, it's always a pleasure, dude. Um, we're going to be talking about what we call psyops today. Psychological Cyclops? <laughs> Cyclops. No, not, <laughs> not the one-eyed guy, you know. Oh, my. Oh, be, but I forgot. Before we get into this, make sure you hit the uh, like button, subscribe, click on uh, the you know the bell, ring the bell, and do all that good stuff so you can continue to get... Um, you know, our episodes. And, and if you want to come on, there's uh, right on the bottom of the screen is our email address, you at you, the truth.com. Send us an email comments. We don't expect you to agree with us. Anything you want to say, Hey, we're open to anything, anything, but in the long run, the truth is going to come out. And that's all that we're, that we're about here and we'll bring it to you. We'll just hand it to you. And then you can do with it as you please. Now today is psyops, which of course is short for psychological operations. When I heard that word, I said to myself, here we go, another acronym. Everybody today, people are, you know, the attention span is so short. Everything has to be short. Uh, Very interesting subject, Jason. Um, School us. Tell us what this is all about. All right. So what is, what does PSYOP stand for? So it stands for, like you said, psychological operations, which are, uh, are a type of information or communication activities designed to influence the emotions, beliefs, attitudes, or behavior of a target audience. Okay, so these PSYOPs can be used by governments, militaries, intelligence agencies, or non-state actors to achieve a variety of objectives. So, you know, consider, I want somebody to do this. So like in, in martial arts, you know, I'm a martial artist. So one of the things we call it, we call it, the, I call it the Jedi mind trick. Remember that from Star Wars, right? So Jedi mind trick. I want to punch you in the face, right? So you have a really good stance. You're closed up. How am I going to punch you in the face? I can't just come up and punch you in the face because you're just going to you know, cover it, right? But what would happen if I kicked you in the leg? And then I kicked you in the leg. And then I kicked you in the leg. And I did it a few times. Well, you're, you're going to try to block that. So as soon as you try to block that, wham, here it comes, right? So... That in a, is essentially what a PSYOP is. I'm going to gain some sort of, or not me, but you know, these governments or militaries, even in some instances, religious factions, they can gain some sort of control over a group of people. And it's a psychological control. We want you to believe this. We want you to do this. So we're going to try these different methods. And you know what? It might not be effective in, you know, like, capturing the whole group but that's not their goal at all their goal is to capture a percentage of that group so you know you can you can look at things that happen in recent history um you can look at the january you know where they they didn't capture 90 percent, 60 percent. they didn't even capture 40 percent of trump of trump supporters they captured a small marginalized percentage that they were able to basically mobilize and get them to go there. And then when they got there, then it was a really, really powerful PSYOP where they had people around them 
and you know they had uh people in the audience to get them to do what they wanted to do you know this just took place in brazil it was very similar to what happened on january you know we want you and your group to look rowdy to look like criminals and and, and they they achieve that you know and you can apply this to other things that happen in recent history uh which are so controversial we can't even mention um you know but things uh concerning you know pathogenic infections and you know uh treatments that can you know stop those <laughs> infections if you if you know where i'm going um but you know if you want to achieve a certain goal using psyop you know Psychological operations is a huge method of doing so. And uh, very recently, so if you think of how, how big is the Pentagon itself, it's a huge, huge structure. Well, it, I mean, to me, it makes perfect sense. I don't know if you guys saw this, but they are considering building a building that is bigger than the Pentagon. And this would house the NSA, CIA, FBI, you know, so they, they basically they're rivaling the power of the Pentagon. That's the, the, it's already planned to be built. Um, and you know, this in essence is where all psyops originate. So, you know, just, uh, let me move on a little bit from here. Can I stop so you there? Some can, of I, the, can I, did, did you want to continue yeah. uh, the definition? Let me know when you finish with, no. with the, the definition because I just want to. That's the definition. I was just going to go into like some of the objectives of science. That was the next thing. I okay, good. So let me stop you there before you get into the objectives of the definition. To me, it's, it's I hear you speaking. Remember, and, and I want everybody to remember, I, I'm a real, I really am a real simple guy. Maybe it's maybe because it's my age, the era that I was brought up and things were so simple back then. Everything is so complicated to me now. People just complicate everything. It seems to me that what you're talking about is basically the art of distraction. Is, is, am, I, am I going along the wrong path here where you distract somebody over oh. here? Like you said, you, you distract them by, by you know, kicking them in the leg and kicking until they get to a point where they, they react to that and then they leave themselves wide open. Um, this is sort of like a psychological thing, right? Yeah, so it, it starts off as simple as I made it sound and that you just did, but it ends up being, we're not just going to distract you. <clears throat> you know, they achieve full control where you will have an emotional and physical reaction to it and lead to, you know, sometimes it's unintended. They wanted you to act a certain way and well, you went that way, whatever. It's still something, but they predict these things, you know, and they do these tabletop, um, you know, scenarios to try to figure out, well, a group of people is going to go this way with this. Another group is going to go that way. And another group is going to go this way. Perfect. How can we exploit each of these reactions, each of these groups? And that is the true psyop. Oh, these people are going to go with the program. They're going to attack others that don't agree with it. They're going to, um, you know, basically repeat our talking points. Right. And if somebody goes against them, they're going to attack them. These people, they're going to react in a strange way, but they're still going to be marginalized. And we can use them by attacking them and saying, oh, you don't want to be like those people. And then you're going to get these people. 
that react in an angry way, whether pro or con, which are two separate ones. Right. Right. So, so if they're pro, think of your BLM protests. You know, imagine having a, a newscaster or somebody who works for the news with a microphone standing there going, this is a mostly peaceful protest while the building burns in the background. You see people burning. Which they did a lot. Stuff. A lot of that was yeah. going on. Yeah. That's, you know, we're later on, we're going to talk about how to recognize a PSYOP. I mean, that is extremely obvious where your eyes see one thing, your ears hear another thing, and your brain is telling you this has to be this. But, a, you know, in a PSYOP, everything else is telling you, no, don't believe your ears. Don't believe your eyes. We're, you know, we're still in a different PSYOP. Like, Ralph, how old are you? 72. 72. Oh, I'm trying to think how far back that is. So, 1950. I was born in 1950. Okay, so JFK. Right. Not the actual assassination, but the fallout was a huge psyop. And we discussed this a little while ago. The actual, you know, uh, word, uh, conspiracy theorist and conspiracy theory, that's where, uh, you know, the, the CIA and, uh, and these, these uh, intelligence agencies, that's where that, that term came from. And the idea was, let's discredit these people that don't agree with the narrative. And, you know, you can, anybody can take this and, you know, believe you know he was killed by lee harvey oswald or it was you know some random person on the grassy knoll or our government but regardless if you actually look into the uh the warren report and stuff like that you're gonna see some of the stuff doesn't jive it doesn't add up so on whatever whatever you know you tend to agree with there's an element of a psyop from whatever perspective. And, you know, we talked about this earlier also. How can I get, I'm, I'm the president or I am a group that makes weapons and stands to gain from war, you know, like uh, the military industrial complex idea, right? How can I get a pacifist American public to buy into invading a country that, you know, it's in an area of the world that, you know, there's tends to be war, but this, this group has not exactly done anything that would lead to us attacking them. How can I get our people to attack them and, and to have the, the media, the, you know, the actual people of our country to buy in. And we all live through this, you know, it, it's, Weapons of mass destruction. Oh, this scary-looking character that our, you know, our media and government has been demonizing for twenty-plus years now, all of a sudden, has weapons of mass destruction and is using them against his own people, and that's that's bad enough. But to make it worse, what if he uses it against us? What? And then we're going to randomly send letters to prominent people that have white powdery substances in them. And, you know, we're just going to instill fear at the same time that we're trying to instill this idea of anger and fear to allow basically the perception to change. You know, and that, you know, I'm mentioning, of course, the Iraq war. It, it was a huge psyop. And, you know, you can you can be on the side that like I was at the time, you know, 
I was fully deceived, you know, but you can be of that opinion that, you know, it was a legitimate war, but regardless, you were a victim of that PSYOP because what, at the end of the day, there were no weapons of mass destruction that were found, but let's assume, let's play that there were, right? You didn't know about that because you found out from your neighbor. Where did you get that information from? How did that come to you? That came through mass media. So regardless of, even if we were right, and at the last minute they transported, you know, across the border, like, you know, the story goes, they buried them under the sand. Oh, we don't know where they are now, even though they can be detected by satellite. But we're not going to go there. We'll pretend that doesn't exist, right? If they really did get them out of Iraq, you were still a victim of a PSYOP. Because to get you to agree to go to this length to commit crimes of invading a country that did nothing to us, you got that information from the media, which is a an information military arm of our government. And, you know, we're, we're dealing with this right now where we've had these foreign wars on top of foreign wars. And right now we're, we're on the edge of World War III. We're on the edge of nuclear annihilation. And for what? For propaganda. So I, I went off on a tangent. Even though I'm talking to Rant and Ralph, uh, I'm now the ranting guy. <laughs> but so like I was going to do before, I'm going to go into some of the objectives of these PSYOPs. So we mentioned a couple, right? So shaping perceptions. If I can get the American people, you, Uncle Sam can get you to agree. Yeah, this is a big deal. You know, TikTok is bad. It should be censored. Well, now you're going to be okay when it is. All right. Changing attitudes. You love TikTok? Oh, well, now I tell you, hey, TikTok is stealing your information and they're getting your credit card. And that's why, you know, your your credit card was stolen a month ago. You're going to say, well, you know what? We should ban TikTok. Okay. So then influencing behavior. We're going to stick with TikTok, right? So if, if they demonize TikTok and TikTok is doing all these things to you, then you know what? I'm not going to use TikTok anymore. I'm deleting that app. My kids can't use it either. So they just influence your behavior. But you have no frame of reference other than, you know, what is being told to you by your government and by the media to truly believe that narrative. But guess what? You know, I, I was the type of person. I was a part of a small part of government. I worked for municipal government, right, as a firefighter. I trusted government. I saw myself as an element of government. And then when you start, you know, basically looking behind the veil, you go, wait a minute. They just tell us what they want to tell us. You know, continuing with the TikTok narrative, you know, it has nothing to do with certain people who own social media companies here in the United States, you know, like Facebook, <coughs> Twitter, uh, you know, Google, YouTube, right? Those people would have no sort of lobbying power in Congress to really get this, this perception, you know, and the media, right? Zuckerberg would have no goal to get rid of TikTok, would he? It's a just another element of a PSYOP. This is what it is. Because all of those organizations that I mentioned, they do the exact same thing that they are pointing the finger at TikTok for doing. They take our user information. They sell it to third parties. We don't know who they are. We don't read their end user agreements. 
we agree to them. When was the last time you read that 10 page end user agreement? Oh, nobody read you know, it. In <coughs> tiny font. You just go, yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever. whatever. Let's go. Yeah, I, we all do it. I don't have the attention span to read that. Um, but so here, PSYOPs can use a variety of methods such as propaganda, disinformation, deception, rumor, rumor control, or perception management. They can be conducted through various channels such as media, internet, social networks, leaflets, or face-to-face -face interactions. So what I'm going to, you know, this is just kind of still defining it. But as you go on, the, the key tool that they use is fear, right? Fear of a war, fear of an attack, fear of some sort of infection that affects us all. Okay. Fear of data, you know, data that can be used against you. So how can fear be used to elicit some sort of action? So at its core, fear is a response to perceived danger, whether real or imagined. It is a natural survival mechanism that triggers a fight, flight, or freeze response in the brain. The fight or flight response is self-preserving, but like other responses can achieve poor results if the response does not match the situation. So consider somebody goes, hey, and you freak out. Oh, you jump. That was not the right response, right? So it elicits an inappropriate reaction. Well, they don't, they don't want that. They want an appropriate reaction. They want you to see something and let's say be angry, angered by it and then react in the way that they want. Okay, so I go into a couple of examples. So fear induced by psyops tends to cause paralysis in decision making. I, I think we can all, you know, kind of recall a time that something happens and you're paralyzed. It's not exactly, it doesn't have to be paralyzed by fear, but you're paralyzed nonetheless. I remember uh, when I was getting married, I had two of my buddies right? They were going to take me out from my bachelor party. All I knew was, hey, keep this entire weekend open. And I was like, okay, so the weekend's open, right? So I happened to go out to my car for whatever reason. And as I'm going to my car, I hear, hey. And when I turn, my buddy, I didn't know he was, it was him at the time. He's wearing like a pantyhose over his face and he jumps and grabs me. And I reacted to defend myself, but at the same time, something didn't add up. So luckily, I didn't punch my friend in the face and defend myself. I just froze, and I was like, ah, and he's grabbing me, and I'm like, ah, right? And then my other friend is behind him filming, and I was looking at both of them, and they had this pantyhose on their face, so I can't really tell, but something didn't add up, right? So I was paralyzed. So that's what they do in these, in these psyops. They give you information that just doesn't add up, right? So you never really can piece it all together. And in that confusion, you're paralyzed. Okay, so fear induced by psyops tends to cause this paralysis in decision making because instincts and intuition don't seem to match up with the information and an individual's perception of a situation. This can lead people to feel threatened and they are more likely to react impulsively and irrationally, which can be exploited by those seeking to manipulate them. So there you have it, right? That's how they use fear to control a certain group of people. You know, if you are of this race, these people are targeting you. And here is a picture 
that should make you feel a certain way. And what do they achieve? Some of that group is going to be afraid to go outside. But another part of that group, right, maybe usually the younger and men, they're going to be angered by it. And then if they go a step further and they hire certain people to go out, agitators, to stand on the street and, you know, look a certain way, you're going to get a group of these young people to go out in the street. And they're going to start, you know, marching and rioting and everything else. And we, we live this with the Black Lives Matter protests. And it's not to diminish, you know, George Floyd, what happened. I'm not even going to address it. it. You know, it has nothing to do with the situation, but it was a PSYOP nonetheless. Um, whether it was the government, whether it was certain groups that made millions of dollars and bought homes and, you know, now that you can't find them, right? But at the end of the day, they they targeted a group, they got a response, and that is the definition of a psyop. So in the realm of in the realm of, a, of psyops, fear is often used as a means of creating a sense of urgency or crisis by amplifying the perceived danger of a particular issue or event. Individuals can be compelled to take action or support certain policies or actions. So I go into, for example, during wartime or declared emergencies, governments will often use fear tactics to galvanize support for the war effort, the Iraq war, right? We talked about this, um, to justify certain actions such as surveillance and or censorship, Patriot Act. We as Americans, because of fear, um, we gave up a lot of our anonymity and privacy. You know, in the idea of, oh, there might be terrorist actors among us to the extent. Um, and I'm going to you know keep it simple here, but every phone call, every text message, every search, we think, oh, Google might be getting it or TikTok's getting it. But did you know it was our own intelligence apparatus that has it all? You know, um, they, they have it. And, you know, it's it's way worse than J. Edgar Hoover had it when he started the FBI, where he watched certain people because he thought, oh, I can use this as leverage against them. Well, now they got leverage on the entirety of the American public. So tomorrow you decide, oh, I'm going to run for this. Oh, so you are. Okay. Well, we're going to sell your information to the opposing party, you know, if we don't agree with you uh, or to, you know, other deep state actors, let's say. So that, you know, maybe you're not going to be that successful. They're going to put out some of your searches and some of the things you've talked about, right? So, you know, fear is a huge, huge uh, mechanism. Um, you know, basically, once they use fear and they, they can kind of get you to start looking at a ticker that tells you how many people are dying, how many people are affected or infected or whatever, it switches from a sort of hands-off campaign to a more hands-on campaign because if we can if, if they can elicit this control where they have now 10 let's say 15 percent of a population well now they can somewhat legitimize uh an emergency declaration right so now it switches from this inactive or using the media and propaganda to make things happen to an active control because now they can have boots on the ground. They can have people that are paid to be part of the PSYOP. And their goal at that point is to control or to achieve. Uh, so look, I say it here in my 
a little excerpt here, to achieve this control to the extent to where citizens become agents of government of the government propaganda campaign employed by the PSYOP, citizens must buy into the message. Once the government achieves buy-in through fear and confusion, the people will regulate each other and the sources of information that are accepted or acceptable. And I put in parentheses there, CNN greater than Fox News. You could do the same thing. Fox News greater than OAN <clears throat> or Fox News greater than Newsmax, right? OAN and Newsmax were recently banned. And I think actually uh, it was just announced Newsmax is going to be back on DirecTV. So that's something to think about. But this is what they do. Now you shouldn't trust any information that this this network tells you, this group of people tells you. We want you to trust this group. And if you're trusting this group, you're 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 one of us. You're You're great. We love you. Right? You trust that group. Oh, you're a conspiracy theorist. And they're, they're essentially spitting on you through the TV. Right? Um, so basically, their goal is to get us to self-regulate. To weed out, let's say, 30% of the population that is, you know, not buying in. But the ones that buy in, they know that a portion of them are going to buy in silently. The silent minority, let's say, majority, you know, and that is that idea. The other, you know buy-in group is going to be more active and they're going to call out the other side and they're going to regurgitate certain media narratives. And, you know, we all went through this the last few years. I don't think I need to be that specific on the controversial topic, but they achieve the buy-in. And then now you have families arguing with each other. You have, you know, friends, you have coworkers, you have workplaces that are basically just at odds with each other. And, not only does it achieve a galvanizing of the people that do buy in, but it it basically pu puts a, uh, a flashlight pointing at the people that don't buy in and they can be targeted, targeted again. So I don't know if you guys are realizing, but basically it's, it's almost like once the PSYOP against a group of people starts, it never ends. It just evolves, 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 evolves. Well, we start here. Oh, no, it went this way. Okay, so let's attack them like this and like that. Oh, now we have this group and we have this. And it, it really never ends. But as it continues, the the way that the, the targeting happens evolves. So with our government, you know, luckily we are in a, um, a, a representative republic, right? So we have laws that protect us from certain things. I can't decide. Let's say I get a hundred people and we don't want to hear rent and Ralph anymore. So we decide he can't rent anymore and we all vote and he can't, if we were in a democracy, a true democracy, well, the majority has just decided that you can't. So Ralph, if you talk more than a minute and a half, bam, we silence your mic, right? That's a democracy. Well, in a Republic, no, you have your amendments, right? You can talk as much as you want. If I don't like it, I can tune out. Right? So that's the difference. Well, because of this, you know, they can't exactly just silence people and go against your rights. They do, but eventually it gets overturned. Right? So just like any good fascist government, you need public-private partnerships. So I can explain what that is, but I don't really think I need to other than talking about the Twitter files. Right? So Basically, over what just occurred the last few years, you had the government 
directly reaching out to a private company, in this case, Twitter, telling them, we need you to silence this guy, this guy, and this guy, because they said this and this and this, that's against the narrative. We, we want them blocked. Okay. They block them. And then you find out later that they were getting paid for each communication, each block, and the government was basically using Twitter and other social media companies, uh, uh, you know, as a disinformation weapon or a a psyop weapon, right? Because you go, well, wait a minute, these people were saying this and they got blocked, so it must have been a lie, right? That was their goal, okay? So this is what was done by every fascist government, whether it's Mussolini, Hitler. You know, it doesn't matter. They'll allow you to have your company so long as your company aligns with the narrative that the government wants. Okay, so I'm going to very quickly move on because I think that was a yes. I'm sorry. Oh, I, your, I, your, yeah, uh, I, I muted yeah. myself because I was just so intently listening. This is fascinating stuff. Um, and I, I don't want to carry this any further right now. I'd rather do an, another episode because I don't want this thing to be okay. too long. Jason, as always, buddy, it's been a real pleasure. Uh, I love you, man. I love the way you think. I love all the information you give us, folks. Um, if you have any questions, you at youinthetruth.com. It's right there on the bottom of your screen. Uh, just reach out to us. If you want to come on, maybe, and and uh, debate Jason, um, you're welcome to. You know, just uh, reach out to us, yeah. and we'll, we'll set it up. And you don't have to agree with us. But just understand that at the end, we seek the truth. And that's what we'll give you. We'll 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 just bring the truth to light and hand it to you, and uh, you know we'll bring you face to face with it, folks. And either you like it or you don't. Either you accept it or you don't. So there's the truth. What you do with it is up to you. See you next time. Bye, guys. You have just come face to face with the truth. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and hit that bell so you will be notified when we drop new episodes. <laughs>